0: Hey, this is a timely commercial. Just wanted to offer up to you. If you've been thinking about private label, you know, Andy, Slamins and Leran and Nate, they're one of my sponsors and they pay me. So I don't want to mislead anybody. I'm always clear about that. Um, but their course, Amazing Freedom course, has been an unbelievable source for so many people. Um, they're so real. They're so approachable. They're so in contact with you. Well, guess what? The course has been closed for quite a while. They actually open it. It's going to close in like two days. So if you want to join, I'd like you to try to join through my link because then they pay me. So don't hide a thing or you don't have to, you could actually go to them and just buy it. That's cool. Just meet me in the course because you're going to benefit what's in the course. You're going to get the full amazing freedom course. This is one of the groups that actually you get to submit a product idea and they help evaluate it for you. They help you go through and make you think of all these different things. You're going to get the keyword muscle group and uh, course, which is unbelievable too, because it actually teaches you really to understand keywords because when you choose a product based on a keyword, that's how you figure out what people are searching for. It's not like trying to make your product match a keyword, it's actually finding that right keyword and then finding the product for it. It's so important, it sounds backwards, but it's actually the right way. you also get the pre-PPC blueprint course. That is unbelievable, that's Leron teaching you All the tricks, as I call him Yoda, that he's going to teach you all the tricks for PPC because there's a whole bunch of things that just don't make sense until you understand them. And then that's what you're going to do. And then finally, you're going to also get the outsourcing uh, guide that they give. Um, The outsourcing guide is going to really help you figure out who can do this job. Maybe you should. Maybe you should pack all your boxes. Maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you should uh, handle customer service. Maybe you shouldn't. And so by figuring out how to outsource better, That's all included in there. It's a one-time purchase. They don't open at this time of year. They are right now. It's going to close in like two days or something like that. So I have a a link that you could use, and I would appreciate if you did. Um, I benefit. But if you don't, that's cool. Just join the course because you really want to start your private label uh, tour. Just talking to a seller today, and he's struggling trying to find products, and he's struggling because his RA business is drying up. Well, I mean, I have RA friends that will do $7 million this year. So, It's definitely, as they say, the walls are definitely closing in, Steve, but it's still a viable business, but they're trying to figure it out. Or they're like, my wholesale business, I ran, uh," he said he ran 17,000 SKUs through one of the uh, analyzers, and he found like three products, and all the margin was uh, 15%. Wow, that's a scary number to have on Amazon, 15%, because with returns and all the rest of that jazz, you're probably in the negative, and you probably don't even know it. And so you want to figure out your way through private label. It's hard. I get it. I get it, but it's all about building a brand now. That's what people are doing, building brands. You know, Ring, uh, I, I like this example, Ring um, uh, that we have at our warehouse, that uh, camera system, right? Guy was on uh, Shark Tank, right? Launched that thing. They didn't make a deal. It sold to Amazon for billions. Well, whoever heard of Ring? It was a brand that was created. This guy created how many years ago, right? That's the thing you want to think about. And I'm not saying go for that, but you got to go for your own, you know? When you see a product and you say, huh, I could have thought of that. I should have thought of that. Well, you can. You just have to learn how. And so, again, um, as uh, Mitchell Lip always says, you've got to buy time. Uh, I recommend this course because I know these guys. I'm in the course. First off, you'll see me in there. I'm, I'm one of their men's. But you you actually get a response when you ask a question. That's the hardest part. When you, you get stuck and everybody gets stuck, I don't care who you are, But to get somebody to actually answer a question like, oh, that's it, and understand it, then you can get past that point. Because when you get stuck at that point, you spin your wheels, at least I do, we're talking about Steve here, and I spin my wheels, and I never move forward. Well, guess what? You can move forward, and that's what this course offers. So it's all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, the link is free if you go in, and you actually can watch some free videos, um, but you should try it, okay? So I'm putting it out there. It's on this episode. You absolutely want to get there and take a look. Um, it's it's really one of those things that it's time. You've been sitting there saying, I need to do something. Well, now is the time. Um, so if you want to go there, it's amazingfreedom.com amazingfreedomcourse.com slash live momentum. Okay, so that's a lot. amazingfreedomcourse.com forward slash live hyphen momentum, or I'll just have the link on this episode. I really appreciate it if you did. If you have questions, ask me, okay, or ask them. Again, Uh, this is your opportunity if you want to do it because they're going to close it and then that's it. It won't be offered until next year and you're going to miss it. You want to get it ready. You still have time to get ready for Q4. Now is the time. Get your products, get them in, get all that stuff resolved so you have real opportunity this year. If you have any questions, just shoot me a note, okay? Appreciate it. Take care.
1: Welcome to the e commerce momentum podcast where we focus on the people, the products, and the process of e commerce selling today. Here's your host, Steven Peterson.
0: Welcome back to the e commerce momentum podcast. This is episode 316 John Lawson. Yes, I have John Lawson back, and this time again, we start talking about health. Yes, we spend the first segment, first good portion of it about health because I still believe that I'm trying to build a life and I hope you are too and a big piece of it is health I'm sitting there watching people younger than me dropping dead left and right I don't want to be that statistic I want to I want to hit that. I want to be an outlier when it comes to age and health and really mobility. And John and I spent some time talking about mobility. For him, it's all about that too. You want to be able to. So he's got some absolutes, which I think are really awesome. Uh, We spend time talking about a keto diet. If you're not interested, you can fast forward all that jazz. I get it. But if you're not interested and you're doing your own thing, awesome. If you're ignoring it because you're like me and just saying, hell, get to it eventually, please don't. Go back and listen to it. Join uh, join our group, uh, Keto Neuropath. Um, if that's the one you want, or find another one, whoever it is. I interviewed Charles Leslie, for example. He was a good guy who does a lot of helping people with that kind of stuff. Reach out to him. But find something to help you get this piece of your life in order because, quite honestly, it affects everything else you do. I mean, it affects your relationships. It's affecting everything else, you know, your energy, your stamina. And so please, um, please spend some time on it. Anyway, we do also get into some subjects, and he drags me through it, kicking and screaming. But he gets me there. I finally understand what he's talking about when he talks about social commerce. That's what he teaches, that's what he does, and a lot of people don't understand that. It took me a while to get what he was talking about, but in the end, we really do get to it. So you're gonna hear about building a brand. We all know that, right? We all wanna build our brand. But he'll help you get it figured out what to do, how to market to those people that you want to sell to. It's a lot harder than you think. It's definitely complicated. Um, And I have some links about some groups that he's in. They're all free where you can join to get more information. But I think it's really powerful. I think it's really worth listening. Listen all the way to the end because there's some real powerful stuff. And again, he had to drag me through it. I wasn't the easiest person to bring through, but he got me to understand it better than I think anybody else has. And I think it's really powerful stuff because ultimately... You want to sell your stuff, not someone else's, right? That's a real issue. You know, we're wholesalers, and so we do. Or we have some private label. But we do a lot of wholesale. So guess what? I'm selling somebody else's product, and there's been a few times they said, "Steve, thanks, but somebody else is going to sell those products, not you. You didn't make the cut." I don't want to hear that anymore. And so I'm working on us, my wife and I, right? So this is good stuff, and he gets us there. A um, little long, but it's worth it. All right. Welcome back to the e-commerce momentum podcast. Very excited about today's guest. It's a return guest. This is his three Pete. And it's kind of weird because the second one was all about health and weight loss and being a seven figure seller. Can it be done and maintaining your health? And we're going to talk about that because that's a really important issue for me right now. Uh, John Lawson. Welcome back, John.
1: Welcome back.
0: <laughs> we just were together what less than a week ago in uh, New Orleans, and uh, man,
1: oh, was that really? Yeah, yeah. Our lives yeah. just
0: okay. intermingle. You, you, you traveled we more than sauna. anyone.
2: We're in a sauna.
0: It was a definite <laughs> sauna. It was very warm, um, but you know what? The ba- the highlight of our trip was we stayed several extra days, and we stayed with two great friends, and our wives were there, so we had such an awesome time. But we went on that paddle boat, the big paddle boat, the steam one.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Other than the lady with that darn, uh, uh, what was that thing, that steam pipe, uh, um, like Oregon. they have in church. Oregon. Oh, my God, it was the worst. Once she stopped,
1: so, it was, it was a great trip. Was it, was it a dinner cruise?
0: It was now yeah i've been on that one okay so here's the big challenge you know and we could talk i guess we'll jump right into health i'm on this keto diet and i am staying in the zone there here's where it gets Uh complicated is because i don't eat meat i do eat fish Uh i added fish back in my diet maybe a year and change ago so it was Uh very challenging because you know those places they have carving stations for everything and right. so uh, I found, guess I ended up eating my salad. I ate two salads, as a matter of fact. But I ended up finding cream spinach. I love cream spinach. So that was keto right. for me. I ate two giant plates. Uh, the rest of the table looked at me a little weird. Um, but, you know, I made it, and uh, it was worthwhile. But the breeze, that was the only, that's where I was going with this originally. That was the only place it wasn't hot and humid. It was on that water going, you know, however fast they go. It was beautiful. I mean, just absolutely beautiful.
1: Oh yeah, that's a good cruise.
0: However, it takes
1: you far down and then turns around. It was
0: back. it was very warm and it was very humid. Um, oh they, man, they did their best to try to air condition the place, but boy, no, that's did. just tough. No,
1: they, that is such crap. I'm <laughs> not going to go here. All
0: right, well now,
1: their best. If you did the best, it would be air conditioned.
0: Yeah, I think that's a miss, and I think they, I think they have to, you know, pull back and rethink a little bit because one of the things that was my takeaway and I sat in on the opening session was when the gentleman said that only 25% of last year's attendees. And if I remember correctly, right. And I was at that one. So that means only because I think there were 1200 in New York. So that means only about 300 people came to the second one. Now that would be a clue to me that would say, Hmm, why is that? You know, that would be, I would have sent out a questionnaire like, Hey, why aren't you coming to this one? Right. Um, the other thing I noticed Well, I thought that was a much younger crowd. I don't know how your feeling was. Um, There weren't a lot of our usual, you know, we all know each other kind of thing. I mean, the first one, I knew 400 people, and I'm not exaggerating. The second one, I probably knew less than 100.
1: Well, Uh, I mean, that's that's a testament to a lot of things,
0: isn't it? Hmm. Well, the the younger crowd coming in, um, mostly all private label for the most part, is really a testament of what's going on in the in this world right now. There is a huge influx um, of new private label sellers, and they're, you know, I'm old so I can say this, they're young. Relative to me, yeah. they're young. And what they yeah. lack is a thing that you and I probably have, which is fear from experience, right? Wisdom and, you know, fear that comes along with it. Um, they don't have any, and <laughs> they're just willing to try it. Hey, I'm trying. This is my sixth product, and I'm going to get one of them. And I'm thinking, ooh, okay. Yeah.
1: Well, they ain't got. They don't have kids in college and house mortgages and shit like that. Oops, yeah. did I say the wrong word.
0: No, that's all right. You, it's responsibilities. You can, it. you can bleep it. No, no, no. It's responsibilities. So, they don't have them, and that's a fair statement. And they don't so, have
1: the same ones. They have their own, but they don't have the same ones.
0: So, all in all, how would you rate the conference?
1: I give it out of what? What's my scale?
0: I'll give it, uh, let's give it a a scale of five.
1: Okay. So I will give it two and a half
0: stars. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say middle of the road. There were some really good things and there were some negative things. Not negative things, just things that I think are amiss that I think they got to pull back and rethink. And again, more than likely, they have no one who's responsible for it. So therefore, nobody owns it. And so therefore, that's how that stuff happens, you know. And so, hey, it is what it is. Uh, I'm glad I went. Uh, We got to hang out with great friends and spend some quality time. And I got to spend time. uh, It's kind of a cool story. I'm launching a whole new series of products um, in Seller Labs. Jeff Cohen, we sat on the couch. I always sit on one of those couches. And they agreed to help me uh, launch them. And he's got some new employees. He wants to give them some products to mess around with. And so I said, sure, let's do it together. We're going to videotape some of it and, you know, hopefully not expose my stuff too much. We're going to try and figure that out. But I think it's going to be a very cool thing for both of us. Hey, I get the benefit. So I'm actually going to go down to their place and they're going to help me do it. So I'm pretty excited about that. That was worth the trip. Cool. Yeah. Did you get anything that was worth the trip for you?
1: Uh, no, not
0: really. Now, because, well, let me ask you this question, because that's, that's something, what do you go to there looking for? Are you going as a seller, or are you going as a an informed information sales expert, which is kind of what you are, an epreneur, expert, you know, which which role do you step into in this particular case?
1: Well, I you know, I got a show called Watching Amazon, so... Part of it was to go down there and watch what Amazon's doing. But the other part of it, at the beginning of the year, we had some challenges with our, you know, um, Amazon stuff. So when I bought the ticket, it was really just to deal with that, but that got cleared up between now and then. So I really got off the planes like, okay, why am I even really here? (laughs) And then I'm like, well, you know, take the video, do some interviews. Talk about watching Amazon. And that's kind of what I did, although it just, no, it, it really what I mean, you said something that nobody's responsible for. It. That's that's not true. They got a whole team responsible for that. Yeah. You don't pull uh, an event for 2,000 people with live entertainment, uh, great food. The food was good, you know, um, and, and it was plentiful, you know, uh, without having a whole team that's dedicated to that event. Whether or not they outsourced it or insourced it, I don't know. It's probably a combination of both. But no, it didn't work but, out too well. I mean, he, just the layout in general was bad.
0: I, I've run a bunch of those events, not that scale, but big similar events. And you go by a lot of, uh, you know, you, the venue says, oh, yeah, we could do this and blah, 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 blah. I think the miss was probably reaching out to, hey, can you give me some references <laughs> so they could go check with them? Because my bet is yeah. they would have said the same thing. You know, this is June in the middle of, in the middle of June in, you know, sure. the southern part of the state close to the equator. It's going to be stinking hot um, yeah. with the humidity. Um, fortunately, we didn't have too much rain. Um, so um, I guess it, that helps a little bit. But anyway, all right. So let's talk about, before we go to what you want to talk about, I want to talk about the weight loss thing. So John, John's previous episode, by the way, you should go back and listen to number 47 and you'll hear about John because I think people forget because you get up and talk a lot about now you're talking about Facebook and ClickFunnels and all kinds of other ways to sell. Um, but one of the things that people forget is John is a seller. He's had a business for a long time, uh, has a lot of IT experience and telephone and stuff like that, but it comes to, to bear into his business. And so he has a business that runs... While he's jet setting around the world and this year you did jet set, man, you were in you were in how many continents? Uh, everything but Africa, for God's sake, almost. And Antarctica, right? I mean No, you were, no, I did Africa. You did Africa. Oh my God. All right, so we gotta get you to the one of the polls and then we got you complete. I mean I mean really, this is true. And yet, and this is fair, your business was running and you got more than one business, but you're you're product selling business was running all while you're away. That doesn't happen by accident. And so there's a good, I mean, and and you should reach out to John to find out how he does it. Uh, But it's a very cool statement because they're not small sellers either. This is a pretty good sized business. In addition to his information business, in addition to all the speaking you do. So hats off to you on that. Um, But let's talk about health because health is a big issue for you. You are, trying to stay ahead of it. You're trying everything you can to manage it. Um, You're battling it just like I do. I've always battled my weight. And so uh, for me, I'm looking at all different things. And so I finally succumbed. I was at another conference earlier this year and uh, four or five friends were there and they're like, Steve, try this keto diet. And the reason I've never done it is because it, the way I look at it, it's bacon and eggs for breakfast. Well, I'll eat eggs, but I don't eat bacon. Uh, Mm. it's have a hamburger for lunch with no bun. Well, I'm out there. Um, and up until a year and change ago, I didn't even eat fish. Um, and then for dinner, it's a, you know, uh, some kind of prime rib, uh, with a, a little bit of vegetables. Well, I'm a vegetable guy. I like it. Um, and as a vegetarian, i added fish back to try to get more protein and so then these guys uh kind of been heckling me and and trying to get me to go and finally i met um carl um, goldkamp who eventually i'll have on the show who's a a a doctor and he's the one who's helping me through it and gave me some really good advice and so i feel better about it and he's the one who keeps saying to me steve you can do it by just being a pescatarian what they call it just somebody who eats fish that's a big deal for me. I don't want to go back to eating meat. I don't miss it. I've kind of lost the taste right. for it. Uh, I was making the funny story. I was making bacon for the uh, bacon and sausage for the guys the other night. I was cooking it for him and I had no interest in it. None whatsoever. It's like, yeah, doesn't even bother me anymore. So I don't want to add right. it back in. And so, I'm starting on this keto diet. I'm about four weeks in, probably lost about 10 pounds, but I'm finally hitting my groove. Like I, even that whole trip in New Orleans, I stayed on my diet. I stayed in ketosis the whole time, which was pretty cool. Um, And in our pre-conversation, you said, you hope I can stay on it. So talk to me about that. What does that mean?
1: No, I mean, it's just that, look, no matter how you lose the weight, no matter, I don't care how anybody loses the weight, if you don't stay on what you're doing, you're going to gain it back. Hmm. It's just simple and plain. You know, whatever you do to lose it, you got to make it a lifestyle. And when you get off the path of your lifestyle, you're going to gain the weight back.
0: Simple. Well, this, is, this is an observation I make about you. Is now, we probably saw each other four times a year or five times. You're, you're at many com- more conferences than I go to. But whenever I do, I always notice you're coming from the gym Every place we've been that I've seen you this year, <laughs> other than I didn't see you in New Orleans coming from the gym because we were at the event. I didn't see you at the hotel or whatever. Right, because yeah, yeah. we stayed out of, uh, at an Airbnb. But you always, is that an absolute for you no matter what?
1: It has to be. That's the only way I can do any kind of maintenance.
0: No kidding.
1: You know, because that was the part of my strategy for losing, right? So part of my strategy was uh, cardio every day.
0: Every day. Um, wait, wait. So is every, it seven days a week or is it five days a week? It's six. It's six. Okay. You take Sundays yeah, I'll off? I'll
1: give you take off a day off. Somebody, well, yeah, maybe. It one of the days. Wednesday, okay. Monday, okay. okay. One of the days. Right? And that, that's one of the things I do. Another thing is you can never miss two days in a row. Ever, ever, ever. You know, those are the two promises I try to make to myself. So.
0: And what does cardio mean to you? Like I go to a boot camp and – it's, it's brutal, man. I mean, it's pounding, right. it's kettlebells, it's, you know, up. And he had us doing all kinds of crazy things. Rope climbs today right. and all that. It pounds me. And I'm an old man and I'm overweight, so it really takes a pounding. How about you? What, what does that mean to you?
1: Well, cardio for me used to be walking till I broke or I tore my uh, Achilles. Oh, boy. And that just put a kibosh on my entire routine. So I finally, well, then I started doing like recumbent bike. Okay. That's, that was not good. It was okay, you know, but it wasn't good. Now I'm back up on a regular bike type, you know, the regular, uh, uh, bikes.
0: Like a spin so, cycle kind of like, a, yeah, like a, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay.
1: So that I'm able to get my heart rate up. It's all about the heart rate because where your heart rate at and where you maintain it is going to be where you're going to burn your calories. You know, so when I was doing a little recumbent thing, my heart rate never got up high enough. You know, and well, that's like, a good, Dude, this
0: is not working out. now you got to help me with this because I'm in a little keto group just uh, right now. It's uh, three of us in there and anybody wants to join me, message me if they're really serious about it. They can join us. Um, but it's a little keto group just where we kind of reporting on things. And so I did this morning from my gym. It was 22 minutes of cardio 22 minutes of fat burn and six minutes i guess it's the other way so 22 minutes of fat burn 22 minutes of cardio six minutes of peak is what i ended up with in heart rate zone um and i think peak is over 140 or something like that uh, maybe it's based well, yeah. on my age uh, it's
1: based on your age age and all that good okay. yeah
0: okay all right so is that what my goal is is to get it up to a certain number and then hold it there is that what you're thinking
1: yeah that's the whole point Some people do it like they'll do like, you know, they'll get on a treadmill for 20 minutes. It's like, dude, it's not long enough. I mean, not for weight loss. It's not going to be long enough. You're going to have to keep yourself in that peak, not peak peak, but in the fat burning zone for at least 20 minutes. So if you're only doing 20 minutes, it's going to take you 10 of them to get your heart rate back up. And then you want to cool down. So, I mean, you're getting about maybe 10 minutes.
0: So I didn't hit so. the peak this morning, so that's not good. Let me see. So, again, I'm going to look at my numbers. No, no,
1: not, not peak. Peak is not fat burning. Peak uh. is going to start burning muscle.
0: Oh, okay. So that's, not, that's when I was really pumping. So it says 22 All minutes right. of fat burn, 22 minutes of cardio, and then six minutes of peak. So that 22 yeah. minutes of fat burn is the one that I, I did well in. Is what you're saying.
1: Right. Yeah, okay. you're doing good. You're doing good.
0: Okay. Why well, do that you three know? days a week? But here's the
1: thing. Here's the thing. I mean, when it comes to weight loss, 80% of weight loss is what you put in your mouth. Right. You can't right. work off as much as you eat. You can spend all day at the hardest training camp and you'll walk out of there and maybe we'll burn a thousand calories. That means that's you're really working hard to do a thousand calories. You
0: know, well, so how about you? I, I mean, you travel so much. How do you how do you, everybody wants John time? So I'm sure you go to a million dinners and it, let's face it's it, hard. it's got to be hard. hard. So it's I was at
1: the worst thing ever.
0: <laughs> so so what do you do? I was at a, a mastermind a couple of weeks ago in an Orlando and they a, they pay for everything. And they were taking me to we in the group to um, what's the thing with the horses and the, the knights, whatever medieval times. And I looked at it, and then I look, and and first off, I don't like it because, you know, people eat with their hands. That's another thing. But anyway, so I look at the vegetarian option. The vegetarian option was beans and all kinds of stuff that I'm not supposed to eat on my keto diet. So I'm like, hey, guys, I'm just going to pass going to the meal. So I literally, I messaged a friend. I said, hey, I'm in my first week on keto. What do I do? He said, Steve, sometimes you got to say no. So he kind of gave me permission. He's kind of coaching me through, you know who you are. And so I ended up ordering room service, which was, he's like, a salad and salmon. You're going to eat, get sick of it because that's safe at a, at a restaurant. How about you? Yeah. You eat out all the time when you're, and everybody wants John time.
1: I waste a lot of people's money when they take me out. So what I mean by that is they'll go to these great restaurants and I'm the guy eating a salad <laughs> with some, you know, chicken or a steak. I mean, are you, I'll eat a steak and a harpy.
0: But that's you know, it. But You're you not... don't eat red meat, so right. No, know. I get that. But but for you, that's right. it. So it's not like this big fancy. Look,
1: look I never. I, okay, and I'm not gonna. I'm I'm gonna be like when I'm on, when I'm in the zone. I haven't been in the zone for like three weeks. But when I'm in the zone, and I'm, I will. You you'll you double up on the vegetable. Mm-hmm. No carb, no bread, you know, and no drinking. See, people don't get it. But like drinking your calories is really one of the worst things you can do. A simple mixed drink can have, depending on whether it's sweet or not and what kind of liquor you mix, it can have two, three hundred calories. You've just burned all of like fifteen minutes of your workout by drinking, and then you drink three or four of them. You're a thousand in before the plate even came.
0: Uh, here's a, here's something else I noticed. So I go to Starbucks because I like strong coffee and I drink it black although I am doing the bulletproof coffee in the morning that's another story we could talk about but um, I'm drinking just black coffee and Americano so it's a little they add water to it right it's kind of espresso and I'm watching now and I'm watching because they put the calories on the menu and I'm seeing some of these drinks are over a thousand calories for one drink and I see people ordering it and I'm thinking oh my god that probably was me not that long ago where I would just uh, I deserve it John I've worked hard man I yes. got you know I mean hey I need it.
1: So your, your, your radar is on, man. You're, you're so on right now. You know? I mean, your senses are waking up. Your brain is on fire right now. You're really probably doing some of the best work you've done in a long time. No kidding. In terms of thinking. I mean, because you have to understand. People don't get it, man. I mean, like a heavy meal. There's a reason why a heavy meal puts you to sleep. It takes so much energy for your body to take that Heavy food and turn it into energy that you it has to put your ass to sleep. just think about that. Hmm. your body can't even function anymore because it needs all of its energy just to digest the crap we just ate That's crazy when you think about
0: it It really is, and again, if you're a meat eater, I think the keto diet per is a very good uh, you know uh, a good diet. But again, I think you made this point. It's going to get you through. But what you do on the other end is the challenge. I think that's one of the biggest challenges. And I'm going to hit that eventually. Hey, I haven't lost much weight. I only lost like 10 pounds. I shouldn't say I'm I'm thrilled that I lost 10 pounds. But, you know, I got a ways to go. But but, I mean,
1: you know, I mean, well, here's the thing. I don't know if the keto diet is just a name change. It used to be called what? The California diet or one of the other ones. And then before that. The original one was the Atkins diet.
0: It's similar to Atkins. It's similar. They're all the same. Yeah,
1: it's, it's 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 reducing the amount of carbs you take in. That's but, all it
0: is. And you know what? Here's the here's the biggest thing. And my son always says it's calories in. The one thing I follow on this thing is I'm using a program called Chronometer. It's an app on my phone. So chronometer with the C, if anybody's interested, I'll put a link in my uh, site. It's free. If you, if you got to watch some ads, and I'm okay watching the ads, but the fact that I'm counting. Everything that I'm putting in, that's really the right. biggest deal. I mean I don't care what you it know is what if you yeah and then you you're, you're looking at it and you're like, okay, I've got a delta between what I'm supposed to be and that. What am I going to do right. about it? I think right. that's probably the biggest thing. Um, well, here's what's cool too is my Fitbit, which is on my wrist. And my scale talk to my phone, which both talk to the chronometer. So it's like I'm wired, man. It knows how much I slept, how well I slept. <laughs> my scale tells me what my weight is, my body fat percentage. It puts it all into my phone, and the app tracks my food. So all of it says, Steve, you got a problem. You need to work out harder.
1: <laughs> you you are in the zone, bro.
0: Well, I'm hopeful to stay here um, because you've kept your weight off for how many years now?
1: Yeah. Uh i am not going to say I kept it off? Well. I've gained some of it back. Shoot. But um, let me see. I did this. I started the journey in 2014.
0: That's four 14. years, dude. Yeah. What, what age was your father when he had his first health incident?
1: <laughs>
0: now, I know he's old and he is going upstairs. I remember the story. But, but he, how old was he when he had his first health incident?
1: He's never had a health incident.
0: So never?
1: Uh, it, I think he had high blood pressure, and they put him in the hospital once. Okay. Yeah. And so so that, was, that was last year.
0: So you're not staring that down as, well, it could be your mom. Are you staring down any, uh, anything that?
1: Yeah, I mean, see, the thing is, both of my parents, man, I didn't inherit, you know, you think you're going to raise your kids, right? Kids will make their own damn decisions. Uh, my yeah. parents in the 70s were those people. They were the health conscious, do eat wheat germ and all that stuff. My dad hasn't eaten a piece of meat since 1974. You know what I mean? He looks like my brother. You know, matter of fact, he's in better shape than I am. (laughs) You know, and he is 82. 82. Uh, My mom, people look at my mom and say, oh, she looks so good for age. She's 78. You know, and she still cooks her own meals at night. She doesn't eat a lot of fast food and sugars and all of that kind of stuff. She's so not the I, typical,
0: I, she's not the typical, uh, U.S. 78 uh, year old kind of heavy that you see at the nursing home type. No,
1: not that's not the and typical, she's active, not, especially not the typical African American mother either, you know, because sometimes, you know, that can be a fried chicken. <laughs> type uh greens mashed potato kind of you know uh, carb
0: heavy right very carb heavy
1: yeah 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 and i mean she's just never been that way so i mean i've got these two parents that make me look bad
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's funny well i'm i'm uh my mom's very very heavy and so i am not gonna go there i am i know i'm predestined for it and i'm not accepting it Uh so guess what not happening not happening
1: now like Here's the funny thing: It's like my cousins, uh, uh, are are kind of heavy, all hmm. of them, you know. And I, it's me and my sister. We we always we talk about that. It's like, man, you know, we we we're really fighting some stuff we inherit at some level.
2: Yeah, just I in think the so. Family
1: itself. But my parents were health food nuts from the beginning, and and pretty much still it still lasts. And what that has done for me is that it lets me, especially like last year, I took them both to their high school reunion.
2: Yeah, cool.
1: And I swear, bro, it, you, it, there is a difference, mm-hmm. a huge difference. When you get up in th- that age group, there's a huge difference between how you live and how you eat and how your existence will be at that age. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I mean, they look like, my parents look like they are their friend's children it's weird
2: <laughs> that's funny
1: it's very weird it's it's kind of sad and it, and i think it made them i was driving them home on the way back and you know they talking about all these person that died that person that died you see this guy over there he lost his leg to diabetes and i mean it was just it was i don't think they'll ever go back honestly
0: it's depressing I think it was
1: a little depressing yeah you know i think it really was because they they were a little bit of fish out of water kind of thing with a lot of the people, not everybody, of course, but I just, it was really weird.
0: They were the outliers.
1: Yeah, somewhat. I mean, because we have this thought that um, we can do what we want and we just take what comes to us. That's what we think. You know, old age has to be this way and you're going to have this. But I was able to look at them and I'm like, you know what? There is an option. That you can take that might be a little bit better for your mobility. All I care about is being mobile when I'm right.
0: older. Yeah, freedom. That's, That's your freedom. All I really to be. Well, and and I think this freedom. is a great lead into why is this related to e-commerce selling? Because I think <laughs> most people are sitting here saying, you know, what are these two talking about? You know, I already feel bad enough know. about my health. I don't need these two in my ear. And look, I'm only just saying to you that I am not holier than now, man. I am knee deep in it, trying to figure a way around it. And yet, we run a business. And for example, this morning, I had two tractor trailers here picking up pallets. I had to uh, do some bundling for someone and take that to, take it to a UPS store to try to get ahead of it, right? Plus our, our regular post office stuff. And then I'm doing this, and then I have this afternoon, I've got a whole bunch of stuff I'm re- putting back up. I'm active. I have to be. And guess what? I need that mobility. There's where the work is, right? You You could sit behind a desk, but anybody who sits behind a desk and doesn't get out, I mean, I did that in corporate America forever. It was not freedom. Your mobility is your freedom. Isn't it your health, your freedom, John?
1: It is your freedom, but only not, not only that, it's your money. How many sick days do you get a year?
0: <laughs> Zero.
1: Exactly. So, I mean, look, if I don't work, I don't make money. So I don't know about you, e-com folk, but if I don't work, I'm not making money. I don't get sick days when I'm off. I don't get paid. None of that. I don't have vacation time. I don't get none of that, you know, because I am an entrepreneur. So the same thing that, you know, we're all talking about, our health is very dependent on our ability to earn. So you, think when, about you, like When you're
0: that. healthier, do you... Does business better for you? When you go on stage, because it's a good example, because you have to be, you know, energetic up on stage. When you're in that zone, when you're doing your workouts and you're eating, I mean, you're going to say, duh, Steve, of course. But realistically, how big of a difference and have you noticed it?
1: You know, you notice it. It it seems like one day you just wake up and be like, whoa, look at where I'm at. You know, even Mm. though it happens little by little by little. How did I get here? You know? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But I mean, you do wake up and like, wow, okay, I just did, you know, ninety minutes on stage, and I feel great, and I'm ready to go. Whereas before, i would be like, oh, that would just put me flat on my back for the rest of the day.
0: And, and usually, I've seen some people who leave it all on the stage, and they need days of recovery. Yeah. Uh, so that's a big deal. All right.
1: So you know who you know who you know. Just real quick, go ahead. Tony Robbins. Mm. Tony freaking Robbins. I went and saw him do his 12, 13 hour days on stage. And I was like, dude, I got to be like that guy. You know, what is he doing? What's his secret? And his secret is all in his preparation.
0: Hmm. And I think I think we've got to get serious about this because, I mean, I'm going to be 53 tomorrow. And I sit there and I look at people younger than me in my local, local newspaper dropping dead. And I'm like, oh my God really mm. this is it John this is your life it's yeah. over tomorrow
2: it, it could be, have you man. got it all
0: done did you get it all no. done the whole list is checked everything every box is checked your you know uh, kids are happy uh, loved ones are gonna be thrilled no I don't think so and so no. that's why I think this is important and I'm gonna take because I talk about I, I use this phrase a lot build a life right it's in, it should be intentional and and I wish I would have done it sooner but I didn't so I'm gonna try and make it right and I'm not better than anyone else i'm trying to figure it out myself but this is a big piece of it um and andy always says we travel a lot together and he's always like you yeah, make, make sure we schedule in some time for exercise and we never do you know there have been a few times yeah we miss it and he's missed it he's been traveling for extensive and he's, he's struggling just because he's been on the yeah. road so much but it's yeah. like we got to get back to it so i'm in it and if anybody else wants to get in it uh, you know, A, this group, uh, Keto Neuropath, is uh, Carl Gilkamp's group. Um, it's about keto and, I mean, there are ke- keto naturopath, sorry, keto naturopath, and I'll put a link to it. Um, it's a pretty cool group. Um, but again, whatever works for you. If you're into CrossFit and you're doing that, or you're paleo, you're whatever, whatever works for you, the key is do it, not keep talking. Get it, about in. it. Love it. John gets it in. I, I'm telling you, you're inspiring me about that. I, the more I think about it, absolute. That's a, that's an absolute for you. And I got to set that same goal. So I'm going to do it. Okay. All
1: right. I on, on to travel real quick. Go. One of the things is, is as soon as I get to the hotel, that's where I go is the gym. So if we're going to be gone, you know, three days, at least one of the days I got in the
0: gym. You pounded it. Joe Rogan says the same thing. He said, whenever he travels, no matter what, the first thing he does is do, because yep. otherwise he gets talking to somebody, he's out. He'll come up with a million reasons not to. I I think that's a powerful message. Um, I think it's really smart and you're probably pretty good, especially as you're traveling to there. It's your travel back is when you're wiped out. Right. So that's pretty helpful. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, all right. Okay. So I think we beat that horse long enough, but I think it's really important. John has a lose with John group also. It's still out there somewhere, um, somewhere somewhere out there. Um, but I think John's a good, uh, not accountability because he's not going to be sitting there saying, Hey, did you eat your calories today? But again, if you want to look at somebody who's on the road an enormous amount, has a seven figure business in product sales, physical product sales, in addition to his information business, is a good example of somebody who does it and doesn't just talk about it. So, anyway, okay. Awesome. Tell me what you want to tell me. You're going to tell me something or you're going to blow my mind. Go for it. Oh,
1: no, I'm going to blow your
0: mind. I'm ready. <laughs> You built this up. I'm expecting big things.
1: I I don't remember what was I supposed to tell you, man.
0: You said, Steve, I've got something I want to talk about, and I'm like, all oh, right.
1: Yeah, yeah, You know what? Here's the thing. A lot of people just, you know, they they have seen me, they've talked to me, they hang out with me at conferences, and everybody be like, well, but what do you do? <laughs>
2: They're
1: like, what do you, John? What do you do? And the thing is, I do social commerce. I wrote the book on it, you know, kick-ass social commerce. Social commerce is always my thing. And, the, and the, the, the key point was that most of the folks at the time, like when we first met each other or the first time I was on here, were not ready for social media.
0: Yeah, no, there was no. nobody talking about it. And I use this right. example. You, I remember this. I've told so many people this story, and anybody who's listened to my show have heard this. You were the one years ago telling me, Steve, I think it's going to end up where every product is going to have a landing page, basically, and you're going to market that product product by product. And I remember mm. that. I'm like, really? But it's true. Right. It's there. It's Facebook, true. ClickFunnels, that's perfect world of that, isn't it?
1: That's what it is, isn't it? Everything's a landing page.
0: And that was years and ago you were saying that.
1: That's because I'm a futurist.
0: Ah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, I've mean, I, but if I tell people I'm a futurist, they'll be like, what? What is that? You know, but I mean, when I work with IBM, that's what they pay me for, you know, because you're a futurist. We want to know where the puck is moving. I will tell you not where the puck is moving, but where it's going to end up even before the guy starts playing with the sticks. So that's what I do well I don't let me ask you I this question let me psychic. ask this question
0: this is a fair question because i think this is i mean are you one of those guys are you the painter whose house needs to be painted or the uh c- the carpenter whose stuff has fallen down because Absolutely. you sell products do you walk the walk and i know you talk the talk but do you walk the walk be honest i
1: have i have a you i have a Absolutely. No. I, would, I mean, I am the barber that needs a haircut. Yes. <laughs> you know, you ever go in a barbershop or you go in a beauty shop, the person doing the hair never has the best hair. Never. Hmm. You know? So, I mean, that, that's because you're always working on somebody else's something,
2: yeah, okay. you know?
1: And then when it comes to your thing, you'll be like, eh, I'll get around to it. So that's a, absolutely not. If you go out and you look and you say, let's check out, you know, my product page, it's not the best product page. It's not as optimized as I do for other people because people are paying me for that work. You know, myself, it's just like, ah, I'll get to it. So, yeah, I'm that guy.
0: You are that guy. All right. Yeah. So the futurist, you're looking at trends and patterns and you're looking out there and saying, hey, this is likely where we're heading. Is... How accurate do you feel like you have been? I mean, because I, I could use my example with you because you, it's absolutely yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, that's the God's honest yeah. truth. I have no gain in it. I remember it. And I, I, I remember him saying it. And I'm thinking, man, really? And uh, yeah. it's true.
1: You know what? Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk taught me this, right? He's like, look, it doesn't matter how many times you're wrong. As long as you're right. People will forget when you were wrong. When you hit it out the park and you're right, then you're just going to look like a rock star. So part of the game, and I'm not going, and it is a game. I mean, business is a game. Part of business really is being able to speak with authority, authority, right? So I speak with authority. How many times am I right? I'm probably right 20 percent of the time and wrong 80 percent of the time. But most people won't get up to bat. So they're never right. Hmm. I don't. I don't have a fear of being, you know what I'm saying? Uh, challenged on some of the things that I didn't get right. Um, if I, it's like I would have thought eBay would be dead by now. Yeah. You know that would have been one of my things. My predictions was eBay was going to be um, either. And no, I never thought it was going to be dead. I thought somebody would buy it by now and integrate it, and nobody has.
0: Well, what you know? does that say? Does that mean you're wrong, or does that mean people looked at it, kicked the tires, and said, "Hmm, I you don't
1: know, like I, I mean, it." Still can happen, you know. But people just don't think. That. I mean, if you if I put out, here's the things that's going to happen in 2018, and I put a list of 20 things, right? If just five of them happen, and the one of them hits big, they're not going to. They're going to totally forget the other 15. Interesting. I'm totally fair, because nobody else got five.
0: <laughs> right. Oh yeah, nobody's looking at. Um, yeah. <laughs> when when you're looking out there, what are you looking for? So like right now, for example, right? We all know that. Right. Uh, we all know people that are selling off of Amazon, right? Even though Amazon's the place. We all know right. people. You and I personally know people that are selling many millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars, not on Amazon none of them, right. some, some of their sales, not one dime is on Amazon. They're like, hey, what's that Amazon thing? No, nah, I don't need it. I just use Facebook ads and ClickFunnels or Infusionsoft, right. whichever one they choose. But that's what they do. When you look out there, what do you see?
1: Well, I, I mean, here's a, and this is going to sound so simple, but it is simple. You don't look forward. You look backwards. There's nothing new under the sun, man. Everything that's going on today has gone on before. All right? So you just got to find the similarities. Uh, We just talked about eBay. The natural progression of eBay is very similar to the progression of Amazon. Amazon feels new, but it's not new. Yeah, Amazon's changing? Mm, Not really. It's following the exact same path that eBay followed. eBay did the, you know, catching up a lot of the tuna in the, uh, what is that, fish, dolphins in the tuna net? That's what's happening on Amazon right now. See, every every marketplace starts out with just come, come one, come all, be free, until they start realizing that, hey, we could really make more money if we just appease the brand owners and give them priority, because I only have to deal with one customer, and that customer is a professional customer, other than dealing with these crazy, insane third-party sellers that are driving me in nuts trying to one-up each other and teach each other all of these bad habits, you know, and always trying to prick and find ways around our rules. They're like, hey, it's not worth us to continue serving those people when we can go right now to the brand owners. But the brand owners didn't want to talk to Amazon 10 years ago. See, because Amazon wasn't selling as much. They wouldn't, mm-hmm. 45% of the fourth quarter sales weren't being done on that one platform. So we see the exact same thing happening now to third-party sellers that happened in the past. Amazon is notorious for removing the middleman. That is their job. That is their modus. Uh, they can show me the flywheel all they want. Or they can just show, hey, our job is to remove the middleman. That'll make everything cheaper. That'll make ha- customers more happy. No, that's what Amazon does. That's, that's what they always have done, right? And so when we put ourselves in the position to becoming middlemen and don't recognize, that's the worst part. I don't mind being a middleman. I'm a middleman. I, but I know I'm a middleman. So I know that my uh, so-called business, and I'm doing the air quotes here, My business is not what I'm doing. My business is always finding out how I can be another middleman and make money. That's my real business.
0: So wait, let's pause there. Let's pause there because I think this is a place you're going deep and I like it. So you're saying, hey, wait a second. Let's just call it what it is. I'm a middleman in all these marketplaces, whether it be eBay or whether it be Amazon or whether it be any of these other channels that are out there right now. And I know used, used, people used to use, overuse this phrase, you know, it's Amazon sandbox. So, you know, you got to play by the rules. Right. But you as a middleman, if you, if you say it that way, then you really understand you have no control on the front end or the other end. Right.
2: Right.
0: That, that's okay. Because then you can plan, you can only really handle what you can handle. So you can't get upset when Amazon makes a change because they're making a change the best for them. Yeah, it sucks, but whatever, right? You have to flex or you could stand your... I always say this, Jeff Bezos never calls me to say, Steve, what do you think? John, <laughs> what, what would you do, right? He's never going to call you. So so in fairness, though, by recognizing where you are as a middleman. Now, right. when you come to that approach, what does that mean to you? What does a middleman mean for you?
1: A middleman means for me is I'm I'm... Putting the need in touch with the manufacturer, All right? So as long as those two can't get on the same page, is an opportunity for okay. me. Okay.
0: So, so the the need, the demand versus the, demand the manufacturer, with
1: the supply. Okay, yeah. with supply. So you're so I, going to be in between. You're
0: the supply. intermediary,
1: right? And as long as I know that and understand that, then I'm always kind of looking for more and more areas where I can be that. Hmm. But if I get into the thought pattern that, hey, this is my business is I sell this cheap crap from China. That's not a business. You're the middleman, because you don't make the cheap crap and you are not responsible for the people buying the cheap crap, because you're not marketing yourself, right? You use a marketplace
0: uh, okay, we so, so let's just stop there a second, too. I want to get there. So you're saying even with a private label seller, right, who's making uh-huh. uh, water bottles, my water bottles on my desk,
1: right.
0: I'm making water bottles. I'm still, um, even though I'm bringing them to market and they say Steve's water bottle on it, I'm right. still a middleman because I'm not. Right, ca- because I'm Dave
1: not Dave got his water bottle. It looks just like yours, except his is yellow. See, but if you understand that, it'll make you think differently. So what you then start doing is like, how do we take Steve's water bottle and turn it into a brand so that nobody else can knock off Steve's water bottle so that when people think water bottle, they're thinking Steve's water bottle. You can drink all kind of colas, but if I say cola to you, you say Coke. Guess what? That's what I need to do with my Chinese knockoff brand.
0: (laughs) How easy is that?
1: It's you know what? It's as easy as it was for you to start finding the Chinese knockoffs and make them.
0: Really? Well, you're not going to just you're not going to throw that out there and leave it. Lay. Let's go, buddy. Go deeper. how
1: how How much time did you spend doing that? I know the guy that sold you the course told you you can do it overnight, just two hours a week. But we all know that's bullshit. We spend hours of days of time. We're pulling our hair out trying to get all of the things in order. So we got the time. We've got the talent. We just don't spend enough time. If we just took 10% of the time we spend on all these other things, learning how to mar- – Okay, I'm going No, don't crazy.
0: get frustrated. No, no, don't get frustrated because I'm with you because what you're saying is, Steve, instead of finding six other products, build out that, that product you have, the water bottle, to its full capacity. Correct. Um, uh, there's a There are very few people, and I'm not putting anybody down, and that's because I don't know everybody. I know there are tons of them who are going to say, oh, no, I do it. Okay, I'm not criticizing anybody else. I'm just saying I know a couple people that are crushing it with so few skews. because guess what? They're not looking at anything else. They got their head down and they are doing the work on those. They are so you name a platform, they're there. You name a click funnel, they're there. You name a they're doing video, they're doing audio, they're on podcast They're Instagram influencing. They got all the, they and I think, how do they do that? But guess what? It's their one, two or, you know, if they have variation skews, that's it.
1: Right. So that's when you say, what am I looking at? That's what I'm always looking at, because that always wins. That always right. wins. And you have to understand, man, business has a life cycle. No business lasts forever, or at least none that I know of. You know what I mean? At some point, everything like GE is about to go belly up, right? you think that was going to be around forever. Nothing lasts forever. Everything has a life cycle. Even our products have a life cycle. So you kind of just want to be in the mode, man, of looking at the next thing that you're going to go into that makes sense and that you can take from what you already are in and doing and roll that into that next thing.
0: So what's your counsel to people? So they're, you know, most of my audience are going to be selling on Amazon, eBay, uh, probably have a Shopify build a store, build a, brand. Build, build a, a brand.
1: brand, build a brand, build a brand, build a
0: brand, build a brand,
1: build And build Look a- at Amazon. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to
0: say, what does that mean? Build a brand. I want you to just to be because I sell water bottles. Are you saying to me, Steve, you need to make the best water bottle that meets the demand of the marketplace or recognize that there's so many other people selling water bottles. It's diluted. Find a better brand.
1: I always tell people, I mean, you're old enough so I can talk to you, me and you the same age. Right. You remember Betamax?
0: Sure. I bought one. paid a thousand bucks for it.
1: Was it better than VHS?
0: They say it was, um, so I'm I mean, going to say yes.
1: compact. It was easy. Yes. I mean, there was a whole lot of reasons, but it yes. was better. Yes. It was a better technology. Is Windows better than Mac? No. Okay. So let's remove the thought that you have to have the best product. You don't have to have the best product.
0: Okay. Check.
1: Okay. What you have to have is the best marketing. Hmm. Marketing trumps products. And I'd use the word Trump for a reason.
0: We're not going there, John. We're not going there. So go ahead. Keep no, going.
1: I will, go there. I will go there because Donald there. Trump, our president, is one of the best marketers in the world. And you know why? One of the reasons why is because he's very good at giving his opinion hmm. as opposed to stating fact. There's a difference between facts and opinions, Right. So when I tell you I've got the best water bottle, in my opinion, that's one thing. Actually creating the best water bottle, is probably hard and I don't even know what that would actually be. But when I stand there and I'm able to say, this is the best water bottle because I use this every day. I know that when I put my stuff in this water bottle, it'll still be there tomorrow. When it's cold, it stays
0: cold. See,
1: I'm expressing honest opinion. That's great marketing.
0: Well, let's talk what about that. Taught- so how do you do that? Because here's no, the problem no, I would say. No, well, no, wait, because I...
1: am Wait, wait, wait. Just go. real quick. And then, don't lose your question. But just think about it. What we've been taught is that our bullet points need to be facts.
0: Right, right. That's where I was going. Right. That's because in Amazon, I got a bullet point. I can't... I don't yeah. have that ability to put... That other stuff. Huh.
1: You, can, you can put what I just said.
0: Well, it's Steve's water bottle. Oh. If I meant somebody else's, yeah. Okay, so you're saying that's the better approach um, by putting that clever, you know, really putting those kind of communication into your listings. That's how you can, you can rise above?
1: I'm saying that's just how you market a product. Okay. All right? You got to market a product. You got to learn the language of marketing. Right now, everybody's in ClickFunnels world. Mm-hmm. ClickFunnels, I think, has done some of the best marketing ever. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. have got people paying you for a landing page. It is nothing but a landing page designer. That's all it is. It's it's a I mean it's a WordPress for stupid people. I mean literally, you know. I mean, well, it's a little bit deeper than that. But it's I'm a little to deeper than that because it's got the yeah, you know
0: the ability to, to keep point. marketing to you, right?
1: Right. But I'm trying to make a point here. Right. Anything that I can do on that tool, I can do with WordPress, but it's easier to do it over there. Right. Does that make it better? No, not necessarily. The reason why it's easier is because it it, it only allows you to do certain things. Whereas if in WordPress, I can do anything that my brain wants to, but it's hard. I got to learn to code. So in order not to learn the code, you have to remove the the complexity and make it easier with drag and drop. But that drag and drop actually limits the amount of stuff you can do. Hmm. So how do we market that? How do we market something that has actually got less functionality <laughs> than the current thing that's out there?
0: By telling you it's the best thing ever, I get where you're it's going. well
1: not just that they've actually taken what's negative and turned it marketing wise into a positive. So the fact is that I tell you, you can't do everything. I don't tell you that I tell you what you can do and made it easy so you can just drag and drop it. So I've turned the negative into a positive. That's what you've got to do.
0: Well, how, how are people doing? How are the outliers? You know, cause I think about um, some of the, the companies that are starting brands and you're seeing some of them right that Ring like I have the Ring camera system here that was a great company uh great it's great products um you know I don't know how good all of them are but they've really done a good job and then they just they stood out I mean they stood out pretty much better than anyone and then Amazon comes along and buys them for a couple billion bucks mm-hmm. I mean that's a good yeah. example of somebody who took a brand took an okay product which is cool uh-huh and then created this brand that we all have to have now. Every person I know has this. We were comparing Ring pictures, believe it or not, at, at an event. Ring? It's, uh, yeah. Oh, to
1: that yeah. in front of your house? That's Yeah, funny. well,
0: yeah, I have it at the warehouse. But I mean, so, it's like, yeah, so, what does yours look like? Oh, here's mine.
1: What did Ring, This is this is a question for you. What did Ring do that propelled them into that space that their competitors did not do?
0: Well, what they sold me on was the ability for instant functionality. A, it's simple. I mean, it's the it's dumb as three wires, turn it on, right? So it's simple. Second thing it did is it gave me the ability to have instant, instant communication with someone at my door. That's huge for me, you know, because I travel a lot and that kind of thing. And they got in front of me. I think that, that's probably where you're going with it. They got in front of me. They probably were those Facebook did, ads. Because yes. I don't watch TV, so it has to be Facebook ads that I'm like, oh, man, I got to have one of those things. That's how they got me, huh?
1: Right. So, I mean, what's the difference between Ring and Nest?
0: I've never seen Nest, so I don't know.
1: So you didn't even do a comparison?
0: No, nope, When it came nothing. to you making
1: your home, that's a brand, bro. You <laughs> didn't even compare Nope. You didn't go into there and say, "Hey, why should I buy Ring versus Nest?" No, you said, "Hey, I want a you know automated, you know, online doorbell with a clock with a you know a camera." It's like Ring, because the brand was in your mind.
0: And when what I bought,
1: did
0: was <laughs> what Amazon did was supporting them, so I was like, "Okay."
1: And Amazon supported right. them. Right. I'm like, but they have a background. See, and another thing is too. See, here's the thing, Ring was never really trying to sell to you. They were trying to sell to Amazon <laughs> or to somebody they wanted to get bought out. What people don't remember is Ring was actually called, I can't remember what it was called, but it was on the TV show. Uh, what's the TV show? The With the people sitting, Shark Tank. It was on oh, okay. Shark
0: Tank. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that, yep.
1: Remember he was on Shark Tank? It wasn't called Ring at the time. And I think one of the things they mentioned to him because they, they didn't buy into it. They told him, here's why they didn't buy. And he went back into the lab and did exactly what they said to do. Hmm. And then he got bought out.
0: So, so let's bring this back to uh, we're selling products. What, what, what should we right, create a brand? That's what your bold statement is. I get that. Everybody's yeah, saying the same thing. Because
1: you already got one. Because that's what we're talking to. We're talking to an audience that's got private label already. Right. And my thought, my, my, my advice to them is figure out which one of those products can be turned into a brand.
0: And then go all in. And, and
1: what, go all in. You know what? Go 80% in.
0: Okay, go 80%. What does that look like to you? What does 80% look like to John?
1: Well, uh, I can only talk about my own personal thing. I mean, I used to sell 500 different products. The economy got bad. And all of a sudden, we were looking at a slowdown in our revenue. And we had a meeting. And I sat up there and I'm like, look, we are going through the 80-20 process. Hmm. 80% of our money comes from 20% of our products somewhere in here. Because that always works. So we pulled out the 20% of the products. That were making eighty percent of our income, and then I prioritized them based on. I think there was ten of them, you know, eight to ten of them. I took the top ten. Yeah, I remember now. I took the top ten, and I prioritized them by which one I thought we could make a full brand out of, and that's how we ended up with shoestringing.
0: Okay, and so when you're when you start with that brand, what was your vision for it? And did it come to fruition? Because, I mean, it's hard when you're sitting there saying, a is, a brand, bit, a, is, is a brand like Ring or is a brand like, uh, you know, regional? I mean, I, I don't know how perspective. Is it a million-dollar brand? Is it a hundred-million-dollar brand? I mean, what did you start with?
1: Well, you mean start with. What, what were you thinking
0: sure. when you're sitting there saying, hey, I'm going to make this a brand? What, uh, did you, what was your that's expectation?
1: A that's a good question. I, I, I will say... That now that I'm thinking about it, we beat the numbers that I thought it would be at.
2: Very cool. We beat the
1: numbers that I thought it would be at. So it's bigger than I thought it would be. Um, And I do know I fight with my partner because he's not 1,000 on the brand thing. Hmm. You know? I mean, he just wants to pack boxes all day and just leave me the hell alone kind of thing and not market. You know? I'm just not comfortable with the marketing. Where's the money going? I always have to deal with that. And there's only two of us, you know, so we go back and forth. But, and, and I mean, it's probably good and bad because a car has both a brake and an accelerator. So I'm the accelerator. So I always think we should be going further and faster. Wow.
0: It, it, Ezra Firestone says 25%, right? T- 25% is your, your number you should be uh, spending on advertising.
1: Yeah, um, I would probably go around 20, Okay. 10 to 20. But yeah, so, you know, it's it's... It all depends on what your profitability is and what your expenses are.
0: Well, but if you're if you're spending twenty let's just use your twenty and you spend a twenty and you're not profitable, then you have the wrong product, is what he would say. Because Uh, if it can't sustain that, it can't support it, it's probably not going to be sustainable for the long run because you gotta if you're trying to build a brand is what
1: Yeah, my my thing is I mean look, if if the advertising doesn't pay for itself, at least at zero, this is a Russell thing. You know, once you get to zero, you got a winner. Zero meaning that every dollar I spend, I get back. If I get to that money, then I can, you know, propel it from there. Hmm. So I already understand that. If I spend a dollar and I get a dollar five cents out of it, I'm not ever going to stop spending that dollar. Right. right. Hmm. You know, but everybody's not like that.
0: No. Well, Eh. I think this is the problem is that, quite frankly, we've been spoiled. Right. In in some ways. When you come up the OA way, you know, you're just buying stuff cheap and selling it, right? You got a little app that tells you to buy it, right? That yeah. doesn't teach you how to market. That teaches you that somebody, well, we don't even think that. Amazon's spending a fortune marketing, right, for us. Right. That's part of their fees. Right. We think their fees are too high, but guess what? They're spending that money. Go out on your own, and my, my ClickFunnel Facebook guys, they spend 25%. They spend millions of dollars a month on Facebook ads. They sell millions, right. but they spend millions. And yeah. so it's a little, it's a, it's a different, it's a, di- I want my cake and eat too, John. I want low fees and I don't want it to spend money on advertising. <laughs> that doesn't work, does it?
1: You know what? Here's the, here's the, here's the thing. This is where I come in. This is where I say I'm social commerce, right? I'm not paid media. That's a different thing. I show people how to use organic social media to support their paid media so that their paid advertising is cheaper.
0: Well, give me an example.
1: So let's say right now you're spending $100 on an ad, right? But you don't have the audience dialed in. Mm. And why don't you have the audience dialed in? Is because you don't even know who the audience is. So we're just spending money on people that are age range and that has this income and might actually like this product. But if you just take some time to educate people with a good offer, right? Hey, like right now, you'll see everybody. Right now, this is the hot thing, is free books. Because Russell did a free book, and he did like crazy money on a free book. I'll send you the free book, right? And you just pay shipping and handling. It'll be nine ninety five. Well, we Well, we're, we're not – I mean, come on. We're all educated here. So we understand that it doesn't cost $10 to make that book. And it costs even less to ship that book. For 10 bucks, I can make that book – on Kindle and ship it to you and still probably make a dollar, right? Say so yeah, so yeah, oh, yes, say
0: yes. Oh, yes. No, I'm listening. I'm just trying to soak okay. it in because you said Kindle then. Okay. And then you threw me for a second and I'm like, wait a second, oh, you mean he creates space not, create space or something like
1: that? Create space. Okay, create
0: you. space. That's what you threw me and I'm thinking, okay. So right. you got to create space, you print the book, you send it media mail, you still got a buck or two cleared. Okay.
1: Correct. All right. But what you don't get is the book is just a marketing yeah, yeah, piece. Yeah. the book is just there to educate you on the opportunity that you are missing out on without this solution and the book is all about the solution that you should come and buy but it doesn't say that in the most you know it's very very well written and well put together what that is doing is finding you an audience That is going to be way more likely to buy your book or your, I'm sorry, your solution based on the fact that they were interested enough to get the free book.
0: So is that like give you authority and you now have a relationship and so there's a trust established? Is that kind of where we're going?
1: That's secondary. Okay. Primary is you found people that are actually interested. Oh, okay.
0: All right. So that qualified leads.
1: Right. So I I put out a book. Yeah. So it's totally qualified leads. When I run ads to qualified leads, it costs me 20% as much as it does when I'm running ads for unqualified leads. Okay. I get you. I'm with you.
0: So I'm with you. I'm I'm right with you. So now. I'm going to direct you, though, back to my water bottle. So I'm going to use my example. So I'm I'm a water bottle seller, John. Mine is a very good okay. water bottle. So in your example, I get what Russell was doing because then it identified the people that want to sell stuff to other people. Therefore, But I'm selling water bottles. So give me an example how you would direct me to get a qualified audience of people that would likely buy my water bottle eventually.
1: You going to give me
0: 10%? No. <laughs> I won't lie to you. I don't want to disappoint you, but— so. Nothing. You get nothing.
1: <laughs> so, here's a go. Here we go. Let's do it. Who uses water bottles?
0: Um, these these are designed probably for outs outdoor, because uh, it's a Columbia water bottle. So, it's an outdoors type of water bottle. It's for hikers and active people.
1: So, you got outdoor, you got hikers. I don't
0: think bikers. these are bicycle type. But yeah, it's probably maybe bicycles. Uh, maybe bikers? Yeah, maybe.
1: Okay. So, let's say we got outdoor, we got hikers and bikers. Those are our three... Audience all right, totally different people So I can create a book about you know, not even it doesn't even need to be a book can be a top I like list top 25 top hundred things (laughs) that you need to know about outdoor right I just make that up. So wait a um, second.
0: Are you telling me every time I watch one of these stupid top 10 lists on YouTube, I'm getting profiled? Every time absolutely. I click on one of those Facebook ads that say 15 yes. people who blah, 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 are they identifying? Am I?
1: Gosh. Yes. No,
0: I'm so stupid.
1: But it's not stupid. I mean, why? I mean, the deal is it's a, it's really a win-win because I'm interested and I want to find the best solution for the water bottle. I mean, so you got to look at it that way too. You, that's and really, that's really the way you want to create your content. So you're offering so utility. Really, you're you're doing you're doing good content for your audience, whether they purchase from you or not.
0: Right. Okay. So, you're putting right. something in front of them like, hey, hey, here's what this water bottle would be used for best ways, best opportunity, whatever it would be. And no, then. No, no you, we haven't even,
1: you shouldn't even mention the on water bottle. You might put an ad at the end. Okay. You know, you might, oh, even by the way, I sell water bottles. Here's my site if you ever want one. I don't care about that because this is not, this, this part is not the sale.
0: This is just qualifying yeah, this, the leads. Okay.
1: This is just qualify all we're making is lead generating content. Hmm. God, you guys. You so generate smart. the lead. And then you want to go even deeper. That's the top of the funnel, awareness. You know? Before before uh, we don't know whether they're going to they're ready to buy a water bottle today or maybe 5 years from now. But they're going to remember that top 100 list that you gave them that they thought was so awesome that got them started, <laughs> you know.
0: So again, they're it's a top to outdoors or top outdoors activities or top biking things gosh, or anything related to day. to get people all that would day, be in. All
1: day. Go yeah. hire yourself, a VA, and that's their job.
0: And so, how do you collect that? That's a good. This is a good point because I think people are going to be like, "Okay, I get it now." Because it took me a while to get it. They probably got it five minutes ago. I'm sorry. Um, so, so they get it. No, it, it, I, it's very clear now that you say it, that I'm thinking about it. It's very clear. So they got these leads from all different places, which is what your advice is. Now, don't just get one list. You get them from all these different places. I got all that information, which I guess I'm collecting emails, I guess, or Facebook. You can
1: collect emails or you know Facebook. You can collect engagement now.
0: Engagement. Okay. So I'm collecting that information. And then what's my next step? So I'm, I'm, or what, Where do I gather it? Let me ask that question first. Now you first. start
1: segmenting your list.
0: So where am I gathering that information? What's the what are the tools that you recommend that people should be using to gather and and put those in some place?
1: So for them to get the, the so so
0: for example, like I use ConvertKit for my email list. So is that a, is that a okay. is that a place where you would put things and then qualify them and say, oh, this person's a bicyclist enthusiast. This is a hiker. Oh,
1: okay. So now that you've got their information, correct? You're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they bought they bought your the, they've got your free thing.
0: Your free list, your free ebook, whatever it is. Yes. Where am I so putting the that data? So the deal
1: we talked about. We got outdoor hiker, biker, three audiences. Outdoor doesn't want to see the same thing. Bikers want to see, and bikers don't want to see the same thing. Hikers want to see.
0: Even though in my example they're buying the same water bottle, it's the pitch eventually that would be different, right? Is what you're saying. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. All right. And
1: also, you want to get them engaged. You know, people buy from those that they know, like, and trust. So your next phase is you want to get them to know, like, and trust you before you even try to sell them.
0: Well, I don't know that you answered my question of where you put this data because I just got to get that in my head next.
1: Okay. So you're saying you got your. I I ran a list.
0: Right. I I ran a list, and it's 100 biker biking places to go.
1: Yeah. So you put it in your convert kit and you want to start sending them emails with good quality content about outdoor
0: and and you're going to Once say it, you're going to say this is stupid but it's i want to make sure i point this out to people in that email list because convert kit allows that i'm able to profile them so and i i would say that they came from the biker list right or something like that right. some way to identify them so they're unique even though they're in next to a million right. other people okay all right i get that finally all right Whew i'm slow on this stuff so people are
1: gonna so people are gonna fall off they're gonna say stop sending me crap okay that's what we want we don't want them if they don't want us we don't want them
0: right that's fair okay
1: then once we got that list scrubbed a little bit we're going to take that list and we're going to put it into facebook
0: so you're going to actually take those so Am I going to profile those people and create a similar audience in this case? Because I'm familiar with that. Or is this actual where you're going to put Steve's email in that Facebook?
1: You're going to put Steve's email. This is going to be your custom audience. No not No kidding.
0: A okay. So this is a real audience and you're putting it in there.
1: That's right. You're going to put your custom audience in there.
0: And Facebook allows right? that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Every Matter of fact, if you guys haven't done that already... Anybody that's your customer and you've got that information, you need to be putting that in as a custom audience. And if you can segment it by product, that's even better. All right? So we got a, we've got we got three audiences now. we got outdoor, hikers, bikers, all three in different custom audiences.
0: In Facebook. Okay.
1: In Facebook. All right? Now the crap you send them, and I'm just being funny when I say crap. All right? When you create this, let's say uh, – for our um, outdoor people, we've done five or six, five to ten posts, all right? We've done the one that we turned into a, uh, uh, a free offer, a free giveaway, and then let's say every week for the next two or three weeks, we just send them some great information, all right? When you put the list into Facebook, what you want to do is you want to brand it with your brand, and you want to Retarget them back to your free information. Okay, so let's Nobody's just pause
0: there because I'm going to lose this one. All right, yeah, so again, I know.
1: nobody else will tell you that,
0: right? So I'm going to have Steve's water bottle brings you the top ten places yes. to hike or whatever. Okay, so or top whatever, or brought to you by Steve's water bottle.
1: In the top ten places to hike in Arizona, the top ten. Yes, you can do that. Bam.
0: Okay, all Love right. It. So I've done that. They keep list. They keep reading or whatever. They're they're not dropping they from. Engaging. They're engaging. That's the key. Okay.
1: They're engaging, and then when they're engaging with you, they're going to know, like, and trust you. And then, just like the book says, jab, jab, right yeah.
0: hook. And so, when when you say retargeting, tell me what that means. So, I've been sending John messages about hiking because he's interested in it. He's looking at them. Tell me how to use that term. How you would use that term for retargeting, retargeting. for Facebook? So.
1: So the deal is, is when you write your email and you send them to a page to read your, your uh, blog post or whatever, right? Everybody's not going to do that. They might even just see your email and just keep moving. What you're going to do in the Facebook side is let them see your email basically again.
0: On so Facebook, now, in, in a Facebook ad. Right. Okay.
1: Right, you're running an ad just to make them get engaged with your content. So you're you're retargeting them to get engaged with our content. Once they click that ad, you drop them off the list. That's, that'll automatically happen, all right, because your engagement is for the click. So once they click, they get dropped off, and they won't, you won't be spending money on that ad to them any longer.
0: Okay, and that well, takes them ha- now off of there to where?
1: To the, to the um, blog post.
0: Okay, so it takes it back out to my website or whatever I had where I was originally had them. And then that's where, is there an offer at this point? Or is it, again, is no. it still just content?
1: Well, I mean, there could be an offer. At, like I said, you could put an offer at the bottom. But you're not really trying to sell them. Okay. We're not trying to sell them yet. We just want them to know, like, and trust our our product. And again, and I then think then
0: you're, scrubbing list, right? you're, you're scrubbing a list, right? You're scrubbing a list even then, right? Because if somebody doesn't. Okay, cool. All right. Even then. And then you I get them. to sell them. Hmm. And, so and it becomes
1: a process.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that. So after all that. You know, what's a reasonable cost expectation for somebody to think about that? Because it's, you know, I'm selling water bottles that I got a margin, you know. So here's um, what
1: you need to do. What you need to know is how much you can pay to buy a customer. That's the first number you have to know.
0: Well, and does it matter that it's a one-time sale? They're not going to be, for example, you know, I guess we can have them come back. We want to create a loyal group. But cu- customer acquisition cost... um, for a one-time use versus a long-term brand, I guess you most can't people
1: don't really know whether they are that or not.
0: Okay, all right. So you're not thinking that What's, way. So
1: no, I'm saying most people haven't done the work just to look at their numbers to see if anybody really does buy from them again. Okay. What is the average spend of a customer?
0: Yeah, we used if to all
1: your customers. Only come in one time and buy the $10 water bottle, then it would be $10.
0: Yeah. We used to do a lifetime value of a customer, right? That's it. Right. You got
1: to do an LTV.
0: Hmm.
1: Once you know your, your lifetime value of a customer, then you can tease out how much you can spend to get a customer. If I know a customer will buy one and a half water bottles from me, that means they'll spend at a $10 water bottle, the average customer will spend $15. But it costs me $3 to pay for the water bottle and another $3 to pay Amazon. So that only leaves me with, on a $10, spend $4. But they buy one and a half. So I know now that I can purchase a customer for $6 and I would still be even money. Okay, bam. Now we have a budget that we can work with. Because you got to figure in all these other things that you're gonna do. And you might come out and say, look, I can spend four dollars for a customer.
0: And still make money. Hmm.
1: And still make money. Because what you're trying to do is scale the number of customers. Period. Period. So everybody gets so stuck on the six dollars, which is sexy when you're selling a thousand of them a day. But how about if you get two dollars and you're selling twenty thousand a day?
0: Right, right.
1: Big pie, small slice. Or do you want the whole pie?
0: Well, This is, it's complicated. And anybody who doesn't think it's complicated, complicated. it's definitely complicated. And I know I struggled my way, and I I appreciate you, you know, working your way through this with me, John, because I really do. It is complicated. What does, I mean, this is when you got to buy time. This is where, for me, do I want to spend my time putting this together? Now, I think, it's the value to remember, learn this.
1: Remember how much did I say? I forget. 10% of your time.
0: Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say, is this is a better investment of your time than watching, you know, or going out and searching more product. If you have a valuable brand that you think can make it. Once you get this, that's where, that's where the, the fruit, because this has to become almost rote, right? Once you get good at it.
1: Once you, I mean, literally, let's say we, we were just talking about that one audience. All right? That one audience, outdoor, let's say we wrote 10 blog posts about it, and we put this system together. It works no matter what. Once you put the ads up, once you put the landing page up, once you have the the emails list inside of your email uh, uh, automation, it just constantly works for you. It's marketing when you're asleep.
0: So it's really the hard work up front, put in the effort and energy, and then you you can kind of, it's kind of like a vending machine.
1: Yeah, if they would, if, most people is like, look, if you would turn off your Facebook groups
0: <laughs>
1: and just do this instead, you would have it done in two weeks.
0: Okay, all right. I like it. I like what you're saying. That's where the energy and effort should be. Um, could be. Well, it it, could it, be. no, I, I think. Well, I think we all know it. I think we all see it because how many times are you going to sell somebody else's brand and then get told you're not allowed to sell their brand, right? I know. Uh, I we. Every person listening to this has, this has happened to them. Or let me go even one step further. That's an RA thing. Or you're a wholesale seller and you've been selling the brand for long and you have a great relationship with them. And somebody came in and put an extra zero on their check. Guess what, Steve? You're gone. Nothing personal. This is business. And that's happened to us, you know, because we're wholesale sellers lots of times. And I don't take it personally. It, just, it stinks, but it happens. But it's their brand and they're making the best decision for themselves. And I get it. Well, how right. many times are you going to do that? Now's the time you're saying, hey, go your private label, put out your own product, but darn it, you've got to take it all the way, and you just can't rely on Amazon to do that for you anymore. And I think that's really important to, to realize, is that on water bottles, there's you know 10,000 different water bottles on Amazon. They're not marketing water bottles anymore. They are the water bottle store. They're already there. Yeah. You have the responsibility to stand out above the other one, and that takes work and effort. Hmm. Love it, John. And you know what?
1: Look, and, and, you, are and, no, no. you are
0: pretty smart. You're not all just eye candy. You are pretty smart. You're stupid. <laughs> Come on, that's funny.
1: Here's what I want people to understand. I mean, you know what? We get inside of our little bubble of Amazon, and we really start believing that Amazon is the entire world.
2: Yeah. yeah and they're that's very, fair.
1: They're a very small part of retail in general.
0: You know, Andy just came back from China and we were together and he said, Steve, you can't believe, you know, A, how how built up China is. But just we think of this, but it's we're a speck of the <coughs> ointment. We really are a speck in the ointment when it really comes to how big how big that e commerce world really is, or the whole the whole uh retail world is. We really are. Yeah, <laughs> man. Very cool. We're
1: talking we're play- right now, we're playing in the one digits, maybe two. But there's, there's some huge players out there, and, and we say they're huge. Uh, you know what? Here's the one thing that was an eye-opening for me, and I'm going to let this go. I did a keynote at a place called MIVA, M-I-V-A. The reason why I'm spelling it out because you probably never heard of them, but they have been one of the longest-running store solutions for e-commerce. Never heard of them. Right. So it's, an, it's MIVA. Uh, I think it used to be MIVA Merchant but now they're just Miva and they set up shopping carts and stores for retailers, right? For e-tailers. I go to their conference and I'm speaking and I asked the audience, I said, how many of you guys are doing a million or more in this room? 300 people, every single one of them raised their hand. Mm -hmm. I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Cause I come from the, you know, marketplace world. So I'm like, really? Oh, okay. How many of you are doing 5 million or more? Meh. 40%. I was like, Holy shit. How many of you doing 10 million or more? I'm not going to tell you how many, cause I don't remember how many it was. It was enough for me to go like, dude, I'm, I'm missing something, Yeah. but I will mm-hmm. never forget this old dude that was on like the second row. After I got off stage, he came up to me, he's like, hey, great speech, blah blah blah. I'm like, what do you sell where you're doing 10 million dollars? Needlepoint needles. <laughs> I was like, I'll be god, I'll be damned. Are you kidding me? You're doing ten I was like, are you on Amazon? Never been on Amazon. Never mm-hmm. been on eBay. No kidding. Ten million dollars, needlepoint needles, never been on a marketplace so does what that, we don't know well is that the, is does
0: that tell you because we do got to close i kept you way too long but does that I know, tell you fine. no it, well we talked about health and i think it's really important but does that tell you that that ability to do that still exists i mean i think that's because i think I, this breaks my heart there's some unbelievable sellers that have had some real success and then you know the rules get changed and they struggle and they walk away and say you know what this is too hard. And it's not because they yeah. don't have the abilities. It's because this is what they know because yeah. they're not exposed to that other side. Is it, are you saying that that's still pos, that possibility still exists today to sell needle point needle needles and, and, get to a couple million dollars in sales off hundred well, percent off of Amazon?
1: Look, I'm, so I'm asking him, you know how I'm asking him this question. How are you doing needle point needle? Oh, I've been doing this for 25 years. I know the people, You know, I know the industry and I'm like, okay, I get it. He's done his homework.
2: Hmm.
1: He knows the people. He knows the industry. If he would have started selling, the problem that we have so much is the shiny object syndrome. We get so distracted with all the other things that we never let our core thing grow to its flourishing because we keep feeding all the other plants around us.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, you're exactly right. I think everybody listening, if they were honest, would say the same thing. They get halfway and they have some success and they're like, okay, let me add another one. And they go on what's and move on another thing? one. Yep, yeah, what's the next yeah. thing? Guilty. Guilty yeah. as charged. All right, John.
1: All of us. All right. No,
0: I get it. I'm, I'm telling you, it's very exciting because, again, I go back to this conversation years ago when you said to me, Steve, everything's <laughs> going to have a landing page and that's how you're going to sell. And That's where we're going, and this was—I'm telling you, this was years ago. Somebody should go back and listen. You brought
1: that to me. Uh, I'm totally remember now, but that's funny. Yeah, that's that's. It's a God's honest
0: truth. I remember that, and I've given you credit for that a a zillion times because it's the truth. (laughs) So the best way to find out more, because I think this is important for people. Um, There are a whole bunch of group, a whole group of people that are listening to this right now, saying, "I need that." What we talked about and all the rest of it was is funny. But realistically, that piece we got to at the end that you finally dragged me through and made me understand, I need that. I've got something I think is a brand. I think I can get the full potential. I want to find out more. And so the best way to find out more of what you're talking about.
1: Oh, um, that's a good question. I mean, go to johnlawson.com, but you're not going to see it. You need to buy the book, but who wants to buy a book? So I'll tell you what. Here's what I'm going to do. Go in. I'm going to just take what we've done today, and I'm going to recap it and put it all together. And I'm going to do it in the e-commerce group as a live presentation. That's what
0: I'm going to do. So what's the name of the group so people could join your group?
1: The e-commerce group on Facebook.
0: It's called e-commerce group? The The.
1: e-commerce group.
0: Okay. The e-commerce group Okay. on Facebook. And I'm going to put a link there. And you join that group. And I think it's very exciting to me because, again, you're helping people figure out that they don't have to be dependent upon. If if you didn't get gold from that last comment when you were talking to this $10 million seller, because this reinforces the ClickFunnels was the same thing. There were all these sellers that a lot of them never sell on Amazon. They're doing it right off of Amazon. And Mm -hmm. they own their marketplace. Now, I'm not saying it's easy, but they own it. If you're going to put your time and effort into something, you might as well do something that benefits you for the long time. Again, if you build that brand, that brand has value. Hence, the reason Ring got sold to Amazon. Oh God, you're so good. All right. So you got also a <laughs> site watching Amazon. What's the website for that?
1: And that is again. That's a Facebook. Yeah, you go watchingamazon.com. Okay, It'll watching take you to a Facebook. Am, okay. page. And all right. Yeah. So watchingamazon.com,
0: <laughs> johnlawson.com, the e-commerce group. Uh, is a Facebook group. I'm going to put that contact there because I think if somebody has further questions, that's the place to ask them. Fair?
1: Yes, sir. I'm always there.
0: Dude, you killed it. Um, We definitely got to, well, we both had different subjects we want to get to. We got to it and it's very important. I I really think of you as a mentor and a leader and you've done nothing but. So I appreciate it. I wish you nothing but success. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Glad I got to see you.
0: Peace. Again, long, long episode. Apologize for that. But um, both of these issues are really important right now, especially right now, right? Um, What he said about that that, uh, seller selling $10 million of needlepoint needles and never selling them on Amazon yet doing $10 million, if that doesn't wake you up to realize how small we are when we think that this marketplace is everything. And it's the hot thing, and don't get me wrong, we sell 90% of our sales on Amazon. So I'm not criticizing in any way, I love it. I'm thankful for it every single day. But we got to think bigger. We got to think of other places because you don't want to be controlled. If you're tired of being told you can't do this and here this rule is today, and then guess what? I'm interpreting it different, and then the rule says this. But hey, it's my chance to interpret, and or I got a bot telling me, "Sorry, you can't do that anymore." But I've been doing it for, or I had one where I'm selling person's brand, and then they kick me off the brand. I'm like, "Hello, it's me. It's your friend." And uh, oh, sorry, um, that happens and so i want to control my destiny. and so this is important stuff. the health thing is real. you got to get serious about it. if you're not, you know, you really want to get serious about it. please do. i want to i want to hang with you for a long period of time. ecommercemomentum.com ecommercemomentum.com. take care.